0: Yo, this is Don and Drew with another episode of Infinity Link Podcast, Everything Philadelphia Eagles. And boy, do we have one for you, ladies and gentlemen, this week. Fresh off of a divisional playoff matchup with the New York Giants. Uh, Let's just go ahead and say how it is. The third time beating that team
1: this uh, season. A little giant. A little giant. (laughs) Nah, they remind me a lot of us last year, man. They'll, they'll be all right in another year. They'll be a team I'm counting for. They yes. just they didn't have what it took to mess with us, but we'll get into that. Yes, sir. So we're going
0: to talk about the divisional matchup. We're going to talk about the defense. We're going to talk about some stats, going to some things like that. Also going to preview the NFC Championship versus the 49ers, and maybe give our picks for the AFC matchup as well. But divisional matchup, Third time playing the Giants this season. How do we open the game? We score on the first two drives. True. Yep. We
1: found That's out.
0: Fun. Yeah, we found out. Hertz's arm was fine on the second play of the game.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Forty-one yards to Smitty, man on the on the second play of the game. Uh. Yeah, but that first drive that passed to Smitty and then got her the one-handed
1: TD to actually cap it off. Beautiful cut. Beautiful cut. It just a beautiful drive overall. The, the and you know they always say your first couple of drives are always scripted. Um and and you heard it even in the the post game. Uh the week the work they put in during the week, man, um really came out on the field for us and just just so happy for those guys, you know, there have been a whole lot of talking. Um the, the Giants suddenly became the media darlings all week long. Um, so, so it was good to see us go out and, and be that team that we were uh, the first 14 weeks of the season, 15 weeks, whatever you want to say, before Jalen's injury. Um, <clears throat> but it was good, man, to see us get back to form a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, that, they played a really good, complete game, uh, all facets of the game. Special teams on kick return coverage could have been a little better. They started to show their little weaknesses again. Um, but overall, man, just a solid game for us. Uh, much needed. Can't underestimate that defense. Uh, got back to Danny Dimes five times, I think it was, again. Um, much as I said in the pre-show predictions, and just figured they was going to get to him and make life uncomfortable for him most of the day. Uh, and as you so eloquently called, I – I uh, as soon as he did it, I was like, damn, Don called that one. Uh the Bradbury interception where he jumped the route, jumped in, and, and you know, that's that's what we talked about all week last week was <laughs> excuse me, was us getting there uh and getting to Danny and making him uncomfortable and making him get rid of the ball before he wanted to, uh, which was gonna lead to some mistakes. So great game for the Eagles.
0: Oh yeah, man. And then like uh moving to like the second drive, it was the screen to Smitty. Something that Sirianni did this week. He employed like some heavier guys this week. Zach Pascal mm-hmm. played 24 snaps and Jack Stoll had 37 over a tight end. So the screens and just being physical and you know getting out there with the run blocking and all that. I love that because I do like AJ Brown with the blocking man. He, he has some great blocking this week. I think That's we talked bad, about that bad. last
1: episode. Right. The, the all 22, man. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch it, but I mean, just the, from the O line to the receivers, to the tight ends, dude, just every facet of our offense was just hitting. And uh even, you know, when miles and uh, Boston would be, or Kenny who shout out to Kenny for an amazing game, good Lord. Uh, but, you know, from, all levels, man. We're just hitting people all game. And, I I mean, I think I was talking to you and I was talking to a few other people about it. And I said, I don't know if y'all still watching this or not. I said, but well, we are beating the crap out of them, like literally. Uh, we were just a more physical team. And our, the blocks that our receivers were throwing, there's another one that Smitty threw. Smitty's little self, you know. That's That's one of the knocks that was coming on him out of the draft was that, you know, would he be able to block? um against you know these bigger faster players and he laid one of them inside crack blocks just like a.j brown did that i'm just uprooted a linebacker and and you're sitting there and you know and that leaves the the kickout man to go ahead and go which i think on his was um dallas leaves dallas to go out and and level his man which is a corner. so you've got a mismatch right there uh and shout out to those boys man like i said just the preparation showed on the field, man, and you could tell uh, that they came out with something to prove on Saturday, man, and it was good to see. For sure, for sure.
0: Like I said, second drive, Smitty got the touchdown. Yes, sir. Bowled yeah. over him,
1: didn't he? Yeah. When, when <laughs> that play first developed, man, it didn't look, you know, like if, at first when you seen the play, I was like, oh, crap, he might get two or three yards, you know, but he big-boyed that – uh I think it was a corner that he just shrugged off of him and kept on going into the end zone. Uh, and then, I I mean, heck, going in, he what, took one or two of them on, ducking in. So, yeah, beautiful drive, man. And, and pretty much just put us in the driver's seat for the rest of the game.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Boston Scott got in the end zone. I love to see it versus the Giants.
1: Glad my prediction didn't come true there. <laughs> glad I didn't. Glad I wasn't right about that one. You know, I said I figured this was the week that he wouldn't get one. And, uh man, like I told you, though, Nick gets it, man. And, and he puts him, you know, I think on the first play of the game he was returning the kick, which, of course, you know, they kicked it over his head, so it was no return. But, you know, he gets it, and he knows that for, you know, whatever reason it is, Boston seems to have this great game against the Giants. So, I saw a funny tweet after the game from one of the Giants radio people where they said, my first offseason priority is to sign Boston Scott. I'm sick of this shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. I always love to see that Boston Scott getting in the end zone versus the Giants. But um, I like to tip my cap to them. Uh, Giants had an incredible season. They exceeded what most people definitely thought of them for sure. But uh, continuing into – Of course, this is Infinity Link, all things Eagles, right? Right. Giants' first six possessions of the game, 22 plays. They ended up down 28 points. Just dominant. (laughs) Yeah, man. The first drive went a little like this, eight plays, and then I don't know what that fourth down call was, but turnover on down four. I I don't know
1: what was going on there. I think he he knew early and often that – I mean, this is the only – I mean, because what was it? It was fourth and eight, and he went for it. Yeah, like fourth and 40. eight. That's what – And, and what it was like me. on our – Right. And it was like on our 40-yard line, and he went for it, and I literally said, oh, this is it right here. Like, he knows. He's not made any qualms about it. He knows who the better team is, and he knows – if we're going to win this game or they're going to win this game, this is the kind of stuff they're going to have to do. Uh, you know, do I agree with it? No. Do I still think he should have punted um, and gave his defense a chance? You know, you give us chance. that short of a field. You, you know, it was almost a given we were going to get a tuddy. I mean, if you think about it on that third possession, I, I don't think – I don't know if we punted or not, but I know that our drive stalled, you know, and that was on a full-length field, so – uh, probably a learning mistake from him. I guarantee if you gave him a chance to take that back, he probably punched there.
0: Yeah, man. Could, that's easily flipping the field. But um, second, their second series of the game, two plays, Bradbury, INT. Third possession, three and out. Fourth possession, three and out. Fifth possession, three and out. Fifth possession in the first half, three and out. At halftime, Saquon had four rushes for seven yards and maybe like 20 yards like receiving that was a wonderful first half from the defense
1: absolutely shut down in every asset you know that they didn't get any looks deep you know Bradbury had that big interception um you know they they really you know I think they heard a lot of the talk during the week like I mentioned earlier and you know I think that's When you're a good team, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go out there and dominate teams that you're clearly better than. And I think that was the case. We were clearly better than them, a lot like what we faced in the playoffs last year, where, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucs were clearly on another level than we were. Uh, You know, so it is what it is, man. Glad to see that we came out and did what we were supposed to do. It made me feel a lot more confident going into this week.
0: Yes, sir. And while our defense dominated pretty much the entire game, the defensive line was able to stay fresh. Like, listen, yeah. when I went and looked at the box score and like started looking at snap counts, I was like, Joshua What only had 34 snaps. Hargrave mm-hmm. only had 31. Cox only had 28. Big Fletch. Jordan Davis, nineteen. Milton Williams, eighteen. Robert Quinn, sixteen. Sue, fifteen. Brandon Graham, twelve snaps. Linval Joseph, ten. Our defense should be rather, I mean, fresh as to what mm-hmm. you can consider at this point going into the next game, which I love.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I th- love how Nick, after the game, took up for his guy. And we'd be remiss talking about this defense not to give him a shout-out. But, man, Jonathan Gannon, you catch a lot of plaque from our fan base, man. But you, you truly showed what you were capable of. Um, you know, we're going to need a good one from you again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think y'all got something in mind for the young boy from uh from San Fran. I think it's a you know I, like I said I'm real confident. I and I I probably shouldn't be you know. <clears throat> and I think I said this last week you know. But uh, I don't know, man. I just I I really feel that if you know we don't go out there and turn the ball over and shoot ourselves in the foot with penalties, man. You know, we got a better chance than San Fran does if we play a clean game. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And like uh, defense did have five sacks and they had eight QB hits. And like in comparison to what the Giants went through, because they was virtually on the field, like pretty much the whole game. Leonard Williams has 67 snaps. Dexter Lawrence has 62 Two players that played over sixty snaps, none of our defensive linemen logged over
1: thirty five snaps the entire game. I was say yeah, I thought it was something like forty, but yeah thirty five God it's crazy,
0: yeah, and the Giants yeah. also had one sack, so salute to the offensive line, Lane Johnson. I seen cringing out there a couple of times, but mm-hmm. a immaculate job for sure, man. keep pushing Absolutely. forward.
1: Uh, against against you know and, and it's not like he was going against a below average pass rush out there i mean that was the strength of their team and to see us dominate in the trenches on both sides of the ball the way we did uh you know you're you're not gonna lose too many football games when when you're just physically dominating the other team like you are um you know on the on the offense and defensive side of the ball at the line yeah
0: for sure for sure and uh I don't even feel like. I mean, Hertz got sacked one time. Uh, there was a couple pressures. I forgot
1: he got sacked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, if you would have told me he didn't get sacked at all, I would have believed it. Uh, Finish with know, three touchdowns. Yeah. Two passing, one one rushing. Right. Yes, sir. Let's see, and what he only threw for 185 yards, and somebody was 154 yeah there it wasn't even 185 and somebody was trying to chum up with me about it and I just said look man I said if you watch the game and you you watch how we operate you would understand that it's so much more than passing yards when it comes to Jalen Hurts the kind of offense that we run man is based on a quarterback being able to make the right decision and making the right read that's like especially when he's in a quarterback, I'd venture to say that's 85% of our offense is based on what did, what Jalen sees out on the field and what decision he makes, you know, even in the running game. Um, so, you know, to to clown on his passing that man, we didn't need to. We, we didn't need to throw the ball. When we needed to throw the ball, we threw it. And yeah. He threw every level, short, deep, mid. He hit, completed all his passes at an accurate clip. You know, it's not like he was out there throwing ducks. So, uh, man, that that doesn't bother me. The only stat that I really care truly about, obviously, I know that's cliche, is the W. Um, you know, it, stats can be just misleading people. And, and all year long, people have tried to to bring up his passing yards um, when it comes to him as a passer. <laughs> but it, didn't he finish as far as regular season goes? I think he was top ten, top uh, at least top ten. He might have been yeah, 10, top ten in the league in passing. So, you know, at the end of the day, when we needed to do it, we did it. But when you are as dominant as an offensive line as the Philadelphia Eagles have, it is truly, you know, to go back to that steakhouse comment, it is truly whatever – what do you want us to do, defense? You tell us. And that's basically what we go out there and do most. And that's why I think our offense has had so much success is because the other team is dictating what play we're running more so than us having a – set play, hope it works, you know. And that's not, obviously, every play hasn't worked out that way, but I'd say the majority of them is we're reacting to the defense as far as them reacting to us.
0: Yeah, for sure. And speaking of the dominance of the offense, like, people mentioned the throwing yards that Jalen Hurts had, 154. Mm-hmm. As a team, we finished with 416 total yards. So he, we did enough. Uh, mm-hmm. And the dominance of the offensive line. We had 17 rushing first downs in that game. 17. Right, right. Pass right. Yeah,
1: I couldn't tell you how many he <laughs> accounted for. You know, I mean, he probably with the eight that he threw. You know, he probably accounted for four or five with his leg. And I mean, you know, he looked ex- everywhere except there is where he looked like Jalen to me. I think he's more conscious, and I think that's you know what, man he's going to need to play like that the rest of his career, not just while he's nursing, you know, at 95% and not a full hundred percent, you know, is he needs to run like that with the conscious of where the defense is, if he's going to get hit. And instead of going for those extra few yards, man, duck out of bounds. You saw it on that one play. He got just enough for the first down. The old Jalen probably would have lowered his shoulder and went for the extra five or six yards. Uh, but he went ahead and tucked out. And I think that's the only difference that you see in him. But honestly, like I said, I think that's what's gonna be the best for the longevity of his career. Cause I mean, as we've seen, man, and we know better than anybody. We saw it with McNabb and Randall Cunningham. You know, the longer you are a running quarterback, man, the less chances the less years you've got going on in this league, that's for sure. Yeah, I
0: think he definitely has to choose wisely when he wants to lower his shoulder. But um, mm-hmm. As like a pick me up because I see there's typically at good times like a good strong run by Jalen Hurts. I was like, is he rallying the team up? He was like, wow, my quarterback just went out there and got leveled. I got
1: to do something. Right, (laughs) exactly. I got to do something. I think he only had one man, and I think he didn't see the safety sitting. Um, and he spun out of it. You know, he's he's so good, and he's been so good for so long at knowing how to take a hit. That's one of the things we say about Lamar Jackson. But of course, you know, look at Lamar Jackson right now, you know, their season ended, you know, prematurely and they still put up a hell of a fight, you know, and it goes to say, you know, there's a debate that had he played in that game, the Bengals may not be as far as they are right now, you know? So it it is what it is, man. Like you, like you said, you just want to see him protect himself. Um, If that means that he doesn't get, 15 yards and he gets eight after the first down, man, cool, whatever. (laughs) You know, I would much rather uh, you be around as the quarterback playing at a high level for the Eagles for the next 10 years, you know, than I would for you to go all out. But I tell you what, the type of person he is, if it's the Super Bowl or if the game's on the line, you can throw all that protecting himself out the window. He will do what he's got to do to get in that end zone or get that yardage that he needs. Yes. Sir. Oh, hey, I don't know if this is breaking news or not. This is kind of Eagles news, but uh the Panthers just hired Frank Wright.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen that.
1: That's crazy. Congrats, Coach Frank. You know, we always behind you. you know you got one of your biggest supporters, uh, and our coach. Uh and we'll never forget you for the title either. So shout out to Frank Wright, man. Congrats to him. That that's interesting. For the Panthers, I'm going to have to hit up my boy Ovell and see what he thinks about that hire. Uh, that's interesting, though.
0: For sure, interesting. For sure, interesting. And uh, continuing on the ground game, Kenneth Gainwell, 12 carries, 112 rushing yards, one touchdown. He had that long one to basically seal the game, the 35. That was the touchdown. 35 yards. I was like, sheesh. I was like, yes, a hell of a way to catch is the, this game. the Is this
1: the Kenny G coming out party? Because, man, we've seen this from him. We've been talking about him as Eagles fans, and I know me and you, as, you know, we've been waiting for this for him. Uh, and I am absolutely 100% okay if his little coming out party is going to be. Because then just, that just adds such another element to our offense because you have to start game planning for him too. They're already game planning for Miles Sanders. I don't remember how many rushing yards he had. He didn't have a great game, but you know what? Booby didn't have a bad game either. Um, He he protected that football, and you can see it. You know they're they're going after him for the football right now, and I think it was like one of his first or second run decent run that he had. uh, Linebacker just basically grabbed him by the ball, (laughs) and he groped, janked his arm out of there, pushed the dude off of him, got four more yards. I think ended up getting the first down on that play. Um, So man, it's. That just makes us so much more dangerous when Kenny Gainwell has the potential to be a hundred yard back um any game and to break the big plays he did. But again, you know, that that goes to our offensive line, our tight ends and our wide receivers for the hell of a job that they did opening holes. Cause I mean, me and you could have ran through some of those that I seen come up on Saturday.
0: Yeah. And going to that, Miles Sanders also had 90 yards on 17 carries.
1: Oh, average... did he? I didn't realize he had ninety. Good lord! Okay, yeah. okay. Well, will take that back, Booby. Don't 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 get on me now. All right. Our rushers
0: game well average nine point three a carry. Booby average five point three. Boston Scott average five point three. Jalen average three point eight. But yeah, like That's the running backs was them, yeah. the running backs was seeing uh seeing Hosen running through them for sure. And ah. that's lovely from the offensive line. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a beautiful work, man. Jeff Stoutland University gets another game, ball. Yes, sir.
0: And something on Jalen Hurts that I did see, a lot of people said he'll probably never be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He is 15-1 and one this season as a starting quarterback. Jalen Hurts is also the first starting quarterback out of Alabama. To win an NFL playoff game in 40 years. Wow.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, (laughs) it's a newer trend with him, too, and Mac Jones, but typically, you know, they, gosh, um, the heck's his name? Because he does commentary now. You you see him on the college shows, I think, sometimes. McElroy or whatever the name, whatever his name was. Did you know that was quarterback? What's that?
0: Hurts in his draft class. You remember who the other quarterbacks in his draft class? It was Tua, it was Burrow. Burrow,
1: Tua. Man. He was like the very Was it Mac Jones, Jones too? Yeah. No, I think Mack he was the next year. No, I think he was the year after. Okay. Um But it was it was definitely Tua. Burrow was the first one selected, I believe. Um and there's like two or three more. That went ahead of Jalen. Here, let me see if I can find it real quick. Why are you pulling that uh, up? Out
0: of that draft class, Jalen Hurts was the first to go all pro. Yeah. Out of all the quarterbacks. I was kind of surprised Joe Burrow haven't made one, but I forgot he kind of is in a loaded AFC.
1: <laughs> right, <so. laughs> right, right, right. He, he's, looking, he's looking down the barrel at Mahomes every – but you know when they vote the All Pros, that's that's both conferences, man. So for Jalen to get that, um, okay, 19, here we go. He was drafted in twenty twenty. The quarterbacks drafted before Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa. Here's the one we were thinking of. we couldn't figure out: Justin Herbert and yeah, Jordan, Herbert. Love. Jordan Love. Jordan and Jordan and Jordan Love, minus the decent showing he had here in Philadelphia. Um, When Aaron Rodgers went down, you know, that was probably the best game of his career thus far. Uh, You know, obviously speaks to the testament. Um, You know, Jalen was drafted in the second round with the 53rd pick. Um, You know, that is, gosh, almost a full 20 picks. That's 17 picks after Jordan Love. Um, And he's went further than three of the quarterbacks drafted ahead of him. The only one he hasn't gone further than was Joe Burrow, because obviously he was in the Super Bowl last year.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. It hurts and inspires to be there as well. But uh, going on to the preview be there next
1: week. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. On well, two weeks, sorry, two weeks. Uh, we got that Pro Bowl week. Man, that threw me off. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I won't go too far into that, but like you know, owning a business and stuff, I try to plan things around the Super Bowl, especially obviously now that we have a good shot. Um, yeah. Last time we won the Super Bowl, man, I was more hungover the next day than I've probably been in my thirties. Um, so I definitely was not making it to work that day. So I try to plan that around it and I forgot with that added week. This is the second year in a row with that added week that we get the Super Bowl used to always be the first Sunday in February. I used to plan everything around that. And now two years in a row, I've been like, Oh wait, it's not the it's not the fifth, it's the twelfth, you know. So yeah, in a couple of weeks, man, that's that's where we're hoping to be. Yes, sir. Got the
0: forty ers this week. It's gonna be Mr. Purdy versus Jonathan Gannon. Gannon, I'd love for you to unleash everything that you got. Throw the kitchen sink at him. Whatever you got in the garage. There's no point in holding back.
1: No. Nah. Hit him early, <clears throat> hit him often, and make him see ghosts. Daniel wow. Jones, they had some clips like and you know, if you see on Twitter or if you get, got access to all twenty two. Daniel Jones started seeing ghosts out there Sunday uh, as as soon as, or Saturday. And as soon as we did that, that game was over. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's a mental thing. You know, so much part of being a quarterback is seeing the field correctly and making the correct read. And I was looking at some film on him. One of the things I noticed about Brock Purdy is when you get him uncomfortable because the Cowboys were hitting him. Um, as I predicted, you know, the Cowboys were hitting him. I, I predicted they would win. That fell short. You know, no qualms to me. I definitely don't – ain't going to be upset about a Dallas loss ever in my life. Um, but, you know, they they did hit him early and got to him. And if you notice, he was retreating, and that is like a no-no for quarterbacks. He retreats backwards. That is his first instinct is to go backwards, and then he looks left and right for where that might be an opening. Well, i tell you what, if he does that Sunday with us, we have two people on the edge that will be on him faster than white on rice. Um, (laughs) You know, with with, with, um, Hassan and with Sweat coming off that edge, and then, you know, you can throw in the rotation with BG, you know, someone will definitely be ready if he takes a step backwards. And I know if I saw it, the people that are getting paid millions of dollars are seeing this. And I'm sure the San Francisco 49ers are seeing this as well and working with him on this this week. But watch for that in the game this weekend, because if we get him uncomfortable and he starts stepping backwards, we've got him, guys.
0: Yes, sir. And, uh yeah, Gannon, I believe our front four should be able to do a great job. 49ers do have Trent Williams. They can deploy uh, Greg uh, George Kittle for extra protection if they need to do so. Um, they got probably the NFL's only fullback, not the only one, but he's certainly the best, uh, Mr. U. Just... Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan, man, he
1: he he knows he how to throw my... some
0: stuff, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing
1: I'll tell you, as far as their line pertains, it's something we I saw on Twitter today, actually. So there is now a sentiment going around in NFL circles. And so now that it's all over Twitter, I'm sure it's in the 49ers practice room as well. But Trent Williams is tipping the plays based on his stance. Um, when they are running the ball, his left leg is a little further up. And they went through on the all 22, and it was on every single run and pass play that they had. When, he, when they are in a passing, for, or passing play, he's got his foot. It's like maybe an inch or two further back than what he had. But if you look at it on the film, it's a very interesting tale that it seemed like, if you notice in the, the All-22, it seems like the Cowboys picked up on that too. So I'm sure that's something they will be working with Trent Williams on this week. I'm sure there'll be some, uh, you know, bait plays set in off of that. But that is something to pay attention to because, you know, this far into the season, that's a habit, you know, that's, that's not necessarily something that's easily correctable especially when you're facing a defense that puts a crap ton of pressure on you like ours does. Yes,
0: yeah, sir. And uh, our quarterbacks, they, they're familiar foes, actually. <laughs> Jalen Hurts played yeah. him while he was at Oklahoma, and Brock Party was at Iowa State. And they put on a Pretty damn good show. Uh, It was uh, Hurts had three hundred forty-one total yards, five touchdowns. Brock Purdy three hundred thirty-seven total yards and six total touchdowns. Uh, The Sooners did end up winning that game. Mm Iowa State try to go for it at, like, two at the end of the game instead of just tying it up and forcing overtime. Yeah. And, yeah, it just, just didn't go party. They came like,
1: back from, They came back from, like, yeah. I want to say it was NBA two know. or three touchdowns down, yeah, uh-huh. in that game, too. Because um, Oklahoma jumped out on them early. And, you know, Iowa State did everything they could. They almost came back and won that game. So, you know, like you said, they're familiar foes. I'm sure Jalen remembers that. I'm sure that's playing a part into the film, um, you know, because when you got a guy like Party that's only had what, um, this will be his eighth start, I think, in the NFL, you know, it, there's still things that he has not fully put on tape yet. Um, just like what's with Jalen Hurts, it, and you've heard him speak on it, once there's a full season out on you, um, you know, teams can start to go into your archives and start to look for things. And not only, you know, see where you struggle, but see where you progressed, you know, and notice things like opening your stance or maybe your hips. And I was looking at, you know, not to go too deep into it, but I was looking at some stuff on his throwing motion. And you can really tell that working with Tom Brady and Tom Brady's quarterback coach this offseason from a mechanic standpoint with Jalen his just his throwing motion is almost completely different from a year ago.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, but I don't think some party hasn't came into as like a raucous, right? Away game, like they had to go to. He Seattle, talked about but... Vegas.
1: He talked about Vegas when he was asked about it, and said it got pretty loud there. So if it, you know Vegas is being a newer stadium, I'm sure there's a lot of infiltrated noise in there, uh, and I'm sure the Forty ers stadium gets pretty loud, but yeah you've heard people talk man you're gonna get things said to you this weekend that you probably ain't never heard before in your life um there's gonna be little kids out there saying things to you that are not about the most uh respectful things in the world to say so well it's a different animal and, and to your point yes i i think that's gonna play a large part into this weekend too he's never seen anything like what's coming for him this weekend
0: Yes, sir. And then we got on the defensive side, D'Amico Ryan's has done a wonderful job with the forty ers defense this Absolutely.
1: year. Especially He'll with the in the year.
0: secondary. Yeah, I believe so too.
1: Him and Gannon both will be will be coaching somewhere next year. I, I have no doubt in my mind about that. I'm I'm almost positive the Texans are just waiting for us to lose so that they can announce that he's the head coach. Um you know, I don't know if Steichen will get a job. I, it, it's possible. Um, but yeah, I fully expect D'Amico Ryan's and Jonathan Gannon to be on somebody's sidelines as a head coach next year.
0: Yes, sir. We got Ryan go- ah, D'Amico Ryan going. Ah, D'Emiko Ryan's defense going up against Shane Steichen offense. I heard something funny. It was Gronk. He called him Shane Spike Man like during one of the pre game
1: shows. <laughs> Is a fool, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe,
0: maybe we got to take that on. But, yeah, uh, he drew up an awesome game plan last week, too. Um, the running, the passing, everything just seemed to work. Well-oiled machine. I think it's going to be a wonderful matchup. Um, the keys, um, Kittle and Ayuk is what bothers me the most. Debo, he's Jeez. he's gonna be him. He's he's Debo, right? Christian, <laughs> gonna be Christian. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, especially Derry Sanders, Mister Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> uh, I'm more so concerned that throwing the ball. Ayuk has made a wonderful jump this year. I believe this is now his third season, and his route running yep. is impeccable. I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, he was also the leading receiver this year targets uh yards all that but um the passing game uh our defense Maddox is back I hope he's yes, back sir. I don't think they if he's
1: gonna play but yes, they'll, yes. They'll, they'll wait until Saturday when they have to all right you know they they technically can go all the way up until Sunday um and you can just see whether he's active or not but I fully expect him to be active um i'm hoping he's effective you know with with those foot injuries but i don't think they'll put him and i think that's why you haven't seen him i don't think they'll put him out there with a leg injury because one of avante's biggest things for us is his speed Mm -hmm. um in that slot and his ability to stay with guys who and that's going to be huge because i they move iuk all around just like they do debo you know debo end up in their backfield but Ayuk is not somebody who they keep primarily outside. Um, they like to move him around a lot as well. So I'll be real interested. Jennings is another one that he always seems to, because the other guys get so much attention, um, he seems to make a big player to whenever they need one. Um, but what I fully expect as far as from our defense goes um, is is we penetration early and often from that line um somebody asked me for my keys i'll give them to you a little bit but yeah it, it's a uh, you know i you to me and i'm so glad you brought that up is he is the definite as far as x factors for them um because you know we know about devo we know about Kittle, we know about uh Derry sanders or cnc whatever you want to call it um you know so he's the one that is the true x factor because He's their burner. He's the one that if if we're going to get beat deep, that's going to be the one who beats us deep. Um, I don't expect it to be, you know, CMC or Debo beating us deep on a play. I think we're going to be prepared for that all week. So I agree with you, my man. All
0: right, let's try to wrap it up. What's your prediction for the game?
1: Man, um, I haven't done a score one yet. But if I had to do the score one, I'm going to go out and say 24-17 Eagles. Um, I think we get out to a early lead, um, let's just say 10 points or so. Uh, I think they do make a game of it, but I think when it comes down to it, um, they're not going to be able to put up enough points to stay with us. And I think we'll force Purdy into a couple ill-timed interceptions or turnovers with a strip sack.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go twenty-one, twelve birds. Twenty-one, twelve. I know Robbie's oh, gonna dude. get in range and nail one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's he's good for a couple. <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah. He,
1: he's good for at least. i I'd give him a couple <laughs> field goals, like you said. I'll give him six. He's good for at least six points for him. Yes, sir. Uh, what about the AFC
0: matchup, man? Burrow seems to. Uh, Gotten uh Patty Mahomes' head, man. Is is he gonna be able to win one? Cause been think... having a leg up on him a couple past yeah, and,
1: and right now, I mean, and and what a beautiful pun that you lead into it with. I mean, and he's got a leg up on him right now, uh, physically. <laughs> um I think Pat's ankle is just I mean, I man, I had a high ankle sprain shortly after high school. I was actually working construction at the time. Um, but I would, you know, it was like six weeks before I could even climb a ladder um, in my job. So those high ankle sprains, of course, I'm not Patrick Mahomes and I'm not a world-class athlete that works on it. But those ankle, high ankle sprains have always been a two to four week injury. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I I think he's going to be limited. And what makes Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is his ability to extend those plays and like you see, you know, we've saw it so many times he'll throw a flip pass or damn near throw something behind his back um, and, and hit a receiver. And I think those plays are just going to be eliminated from the game. I've got the Bron- or the Bengals winning that game. Um, I'm going to go out and say on that one, uh, I think it's going to be a little more high scoring. I think they'll put up probably about 31, but I could venture to say 31-21 Bengals.
0: Okay. I got 38-24 Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to cool. be putting up some points on that Kansas City defense. Yeah, uh, right. Jamar Chase had, like, 263 and three touchdowns the last time he faced the Chiefs. Man. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's the Bengals, man. They uh, don't have anybody like cover Yeah, and the Bengals have a nice receiver treat, receiving core, the <laughs> three of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd?
1: The only way I see the Chiefs winning that game is if they stay in in Cincy's uh, backfield from the jump. You know, yeah. Chris Jones and them boys have to, you know, I know the Bengals are missing three linemen, so Chris Jones and them boys have to get to Burrow. Um, it can be done, you know, we can't forget that the Ravens were very much in that game, and had they not fumbled at the goal line and had that, had that Return for him on a touchdown. They were very much in that game too, and had a chance to win. So, if they can get to if they can get to Burrow, it can be close. But I just like I said at the end, I don't think they got anybody that can cover Jamar, or you know Higgins or Boyd for that fact. Um, you know, so I, yeah, I got the thing. That's for sure.
0: I got one thing for Andy Reid, run a damn ball. But this is Drew <laughs> and down with another episode. Of Infinity Link, everything Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We're gonna catch y'all, talk about how we're going to the Super Bowl in the next episode. This is In Cahoots with Beyond the Game. Shout out Cowboy Q, and we're
1: out. Go, birds! Go, birds.